to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining. That took an hour. That took an hour, man. Almost, almost about 45 minutes, but I'm so fucking glad we got it done, bro. Welcome to the podcast. What's up? Can we call you? Can we call you Ty? I'll, I'll bleep it if we can't. Nah, it's, it's good. That's not Ty's too much cool. information. Bro, bro. Thanks for coming on the show, man. What's going on? Well, uh, some mild technical difficulties, but nothing good comes easy. I think it must have been on my end. Like, I've got this adapter that I, I, whatever, I won't go into it, but I think it was on my end. And I just got to connect before I plug the microphone in, I guess. But yeah, it's all good. We're here now. Minor technical, you know, fucking difficulties, but that stressed me out for a minute, man. I'm just, whatever. Fuck it. I was thinking, like, man, are we gonna have to do this another day? Like, we've already been trying to go for since Childerberg. Yeah, man. Yeah, but no, today was the day we made it work. So here we are. Ah, goddamn. I might have to grab a whole nother beer before we even get started, but <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. It, yeah, well, it's midnight my time. Actually, you know what? I planned ahead. I've got a fresh one up here, so I'm good. Cool. But it's about hey. It's about ten o'clock here, so I'm not too far behind. Don't worry. Yeah, I said midnight, but that was an hour ago. It's one o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, don't be, man. I ain't got shit tomorrow. It's all good. I, you know, I'm in a I'm in a flux phase, but uh. Dude, I you know I guess we'll start by saying clearly you don't live where I live. You're you're a ways west. So tell us where you're at. So I live in between. I don't want to dox myself too hard. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Los, Be vague. Los Angeles and, and San Francisco. So okay, in between there. Um, cool, cool. Between, between LA and SF, it's uh, it's behind enemy lines for sure. And I see you're wearing an anti-state shirt there. Anti-state, <laughs> however you want to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Antifa state. No, I'm just kidding. No, fuck all that. <laughs> anti-state, man. Anti-state. Yeah. So you're, yeah, I mean, I, I almost would have figured you followed that motherfucker, but. Uh, anti-state are good people. They've always taken care of me and I love, I love buying stuff from them. They're, they're just great, great people. Mm, mm. Free free uh, commercial right there <laughs> yeah 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 well i don't mind promoting him either because he seems one of the 
he's one of the guys that like generally is on point and uh he's i don't know you can trust for the most part yeah yeah but <clears throat> i guess we'll we'll go from the fact that i know you from childerberg um you were the guy in short shorts and no shirt the whole weekend with a big old fucking pistol hanging out of your fucking <laughs> you know i mean it was funny man it childerberg was such a such an eye-opener for me like just as far as like what's possible and like the type of people that are out there like i knew i knew y'all were out there but it was good to finally meet you yeah i was in shock too because i was like i don't know what i'm getting myself into it's kind of a journey to just have faith that you're gonna find but dude, I didn't find anybody exactly like myself. I in fact mm-hmm. found everybody different than me, but I liked everyone there. Mm-hmm. We're so all it was your a ragtag group. Was it your first year? I I figured it it wasn't, but uh, no. So it was my first year. I uh, BR is the one who got me to come out. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. BR got me to come out, and I had told my work um, that I was going to go, and they just like, oh, you're going to a Fed convention. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh... <laughs> I don't even think so, man. I think it's whatever. I don't know. It seems under the radar as of yet, but if not, were... it's not a Fed convention yet. Not not quite. Maybe there, you know, maybe one or two, but I I didn't I didn't see anybody that seemed out of place. No, it was it was a pretty righteous, pretty awesome experience. Dude's was like the one dude with the trailer selling like mushrooms and like and then the sheriff are going down the river with their binoculars and they see it and they just don't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it was cool, man. It was cool. And uh clearly like I guess you were yeah, like you said you were there with like BR and all those dudes and um it was a funny time. I guess everybody calls it little Amsterdam, but like when I popped over there and hung out with y'all on one, yeah, I think it was the last night, like uh, seeing everybody's kits and just like, like I knew that was part of the scene. I didn't necessarily know that it was like right there, but it actually yeah. gave me, it gave me a little comfort when I saw it. Cause I'm like, Oh, these dudes are like right at the front of camp. Like, Hey, if, 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 if a bear cat rolls in, these motherfuckers are going to let us know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we will take the, uh, what is it called? Like, like medieval battles is the people like the, the phalanx, whatever, like the front of the, the front of the line. Mm-hmm. They like, they take like all the damage. <laughs> like you don't mm-hmm. want to be like in that group. You really don't like, like y'all pick the wrong campsite. <laughs> yeah. You ought to, you ought to leave like, that campsite honor. open next year. Like let some noobs, <laughs> camp right there like yeah like, yeah let someone else take the take the damage <laughs> you know but no man it was it was cool uh i enjoyed like getting you know acquainted with y'all but from what i've gathered like following you on instagram uh you take your training pretty fucking seriously man don't you like every weekend you're out there running and gunning like yeah i work a full-time job i work probably maybe probably around 60 hours a week usually and mm-hmm. i i mean we'll get back to this but i was in the marine corps uh, i was a corporal in the marines and i kind of just always felt like it was my responsibility to maintain like good shape 
but mm-hmm. not just good shape in shape of like a leader. Like if I see this guy and say, follow me to like almost certain death, I'm still going to say, fuck yeah, we have a chance. Let's go do this. You know? Yeah. Like if it's, somebody's, just, if, if somebody's going to follow you, they better be following you. Like from like, you're in the front, like you're exactly like, yeah, I want to be yeah. in a place to, I want to be in a place to inspire people to um, take on like, what maybe seemed like insane odds, you know, like that, that was kind of the spirit decor that I was taught in the military mm. was, mm. um, we may be outgunned, we may be outnumbered, but we have something that most enemies don't. It's just, <laughs> we're just Marines, you know? So mm. even though I'm out now and I'm, I, I completely hate the state, um, I still hold on to just being like a Marine corporal, being like a, a bulldog that is willing to take on any fight, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking what you were trained to do and like <laughs> and applying it towards something even better than what you're doing with it before, exactly. right? Like, yeah, I mean, I find it interesting. I've met all these ex-military guys along the way, like a lot of them at Childerberg, but but others as well. And and uh it's very common that these ex-military guys, and it almost seems like especially like ex-Marines, um, like they've they've seen enough of the of the bullshit of the belly of the beast whatever you want to call it that um it's almost like they're left no choice but to be anti you know anti-state right if you have half a brain and if you have like give a shit about people and you see Uh like not only how like your marines are treated how you're treated but like how everywhere you go the people are treated you like the only logical reasonable thing is to understand that you work for the evil empire, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of us joined it at 17, 18, thinking that the constitution was a thing that mattered for one and for mm-hmm. two, that we were going to fight for freedom. And then you find out it, it's just none of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like, I just remember being a Marine and seeing all these gun gun rights being taken away and thinking like, wait, didn't we swear an oath to the constitution? Like, why mm-hmm. are we letting the government take away these guns or why, why do you have to have a California compliant rifle? Like I joined the fucking green Corps to prevent this. So I just feel like we were sitting there not doing our jobs. Hmm. Yeah. Shall not be infringed is pretty damn fucking simple. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So like I said, though, you just from what I see on Instagram, it seems like you're out there like every Friday, Saturday or whatever, like, like working at it. like, so is this, is this just a group of friends? You go out to the range, you, I mean, like, tell us about your training regiment since you've gotten out of the military. Um, So I think it all starts. It's just like a, it's a, it's a daily grind, man. So like, Mm-hmm. My work schedule, if it doesn't permit me to go be able to go to the range or be in the field, I at least PT. I just work out, lift weights, you know, five days a week at least, minimum five days a week. And then um, Saturdays and Sundays, if I don't have like a real person life with my girlfriend or <laughs> going to the beach with the dog, mm-hmm. I try to make time to to work on my skills, my craft. And, it, and for a while it was it was more uh actually training people so i have i have a small community of friends and family that i i'm teaching to just become standard riflemen like a marine corps rifleman and these these are people who never joined and i'm glad they didn't but i'm they know how to shoot move and communicate so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um if i can take four people four dudes out 
that are used to just shooting at trash on the road and I can teach them how to how to zero their rifle. I can teach them how to hit the, hit a target out to three, 400 yards, even 500. And then on top of that, I can teach them L-shaped ambushes. I can teach them how to patrol. I can right. teach them how to, right. you know, the, the mechanics of their weapon system. I'm not making these guys super high speed, but it's better than your average, I'd say, soldier or police officer. So th- mm-hmm. these guys are, they're really putting in the effort too. Like we meet up at 5.30 in the morning, you know, to go out because a lot of them have families and kids um, and businesses to run. So like these, these guys are, they inspire me because they have a lot of responsibilities and they're still willing to pick up a rifle and, and train to, to defend what they, what they love. Mm. I think it's awesome, man. I think it's awesome. Cause like, I want people like that in my community where uh, worse, worse comes to worse. Like, they will be the guys that people lean on. Um, and the more folks that you can get trained up in the meantime, like before that becomes necessary, the better. Uh, and I know, I know that stuff like that's going on around me as well, but it's, uh, I, I find it interesting that you're just, you don't seem like California would necessarily be where you wanted to be right now, but at the same time, looks like you're having a good time out there. I don't want to be a refugee, man. And I live yeah. by my means. And I mean, freedom is a state of mind, in my opinion. I choose to yeah. be free. Yeah. Stack, stack up, Fed boys. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. You know, you're gonna you're gonna lose. It's just. I'm also very. I mean, I show my face on stuff, but I'm actually pretty responsible about my social media, about where I work, and mm-hmm. I work in the I work in the firearms industry. I, I uh, manufacture. Klashnikov style rifles and one of the, the top companies in the United States. But um, I'm, I kind of keep my personal information a little low. I kind of set up the radar. I'm not doing ridiculous shit. To like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've even like, I wouldn't say as far as allied myself, allied myself with local law enforcement, but I know a lot of them and a lot of them kind of know me mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, I've kind of felt them out. They've kind of felt me out. I, they know where I stand, but they also know that like I'm a, a, a decent person. Um, yeah, yeah. I do charitable deeds. Like they know that I'm not like this, 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 uh, anarchist guy is actually a really nice guy. He's not a total piece of shit. Like, it, mm. and that there's, there's a way to, to go about like wanting to talk about our beliefs without making complaints enemies out of everyone around you that's mm-hmm. valuable because at some point you will just gonna we're gonna get blocked dude. we're gonna get shut down we get banned canceled whatever whatever you want to call it well it's almost like the best thing we could do is be the most reasonable people we could be right like we want people to think the way we think like right but i know i know from what you told me at childerberg that you've had a handful of run-ins with the cops too so uh <laughs> <laughs> like uh <laughs> i you know one in particular sticks out in my mind but why don't you uh why don't you tell us a story if you will <laughs> all right I'll, i uh let's do like two uh, um, yeah 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 <laughs> i grew up in the beginning of the valley in like east i would consider like east la area but so you're, Cal- like, you're you're a california boy from from birth LA. yeah yeah okay so uh I grew up in a little town called Sunland Tahunga. It's like a little 
it's an old biker meth town. It's actually where they filmed Sons of Anarchy. But really, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> funny. My town is a uh, charming, but it's actually called Sunland Dahunga. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, we have this this spot called Handsome Dam, and it's a big dam with a lake, and people go fishing and whatnot. Well, I was just with my friends, and we used to we we were in the Boy Scouts because we just did our own thing, but we were wearing like camo fatigues. We had like backpacks, knives in them, and like some camping gear, a can of beans, or whatever, Goonie, like mm-hmm. Goonies type shit. We're like 10 year old, sure. 12 year old kids. And uh, I was always the goofy kid that always be like swimming in the lake in my underwear and my boots, just doing dumb shit to get a laugh <laughs> out of my friend, friends, you know? I, you I still know, from, am. from the little time I spent around you, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I was like in the handsome dam, like swimming around the lake, and my friends are sitting there just laughing at me and we just hear whoosh, whoosh, get the fuck on the ground and then we start hearing let me see your hands turn around and about four or five lapd officers come out of the bush line with air 15s and shotguns pointed at us and uh we, we were just like oh fuck because we thought we were just about to get dumped right there dude and uh we, we put our hands up and the cops come up i'm wearing underwear boots soaking wet out of the water and um i'm a kid i'm a child dude the cops handcuffed me, um, my other friend, and then they left one of my other friends unhandcuffed, and they interrogated him and asked us what we were doing. And once we had explained that we were just hiking, they searched our bags, and we didn't know our rights back then. We didn't know we can't be like, no, you can't search my bag. Mm-hmm. So they just started going through our bags. They found knives, and then one cop jokes is like, "Why do you have these knives?" And we're like, "Because we're in nature." And then the, right. the other cop goes, the other cop like snarkingly goes, "For rapists." <laughs> Like and what? then, like, <laughs> and then once they like they search, they search our bags and realize we don't have anything. They uh-huh. like unhandcuff us, put all of our bags down, slowly group together, and just ro- disappear into the tree line. Like they just did nothing to us. Like nothing ever happened. Really? Because they realized they were out of line, right? But they just kidnapped us. Essentially, they they threatened our lives and kidnapped us, mm-hmm. and didn't and we hadn't broken no laws done nothing wrong it was it's because i found out later that day on the news some guy was running around in handsome dam with a samurai sword on meth (laughs) (laughs) so they figured anybody with a weapon might be that guy or whatever not even a weapon just anybody down there (laughs) yeah 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 so that's that's like the classic lapd stories you're in the wrong place wrong time and the cops are scared so they overreact and they just treat Mm. everybody like a criminal yeah well that one uh video of like the atf agent getting arrested by the other cops that's been going viral you know that that video is like nine or ten months old nobody even realizes that i i found that out with a little bit of research but uh for whatever reason it went viral right now and it's kind of funny don't get me wrong but it does show that like these cops are so like like on a hair trigger they don't even notice if it's one of their own necessarily let alone like somebody that means them no harm like the state only recognizes uniforms and medals and insignias and things of like authority right mm -hmm. so like it's like in the marine corps people respect people who have a lot of bullshit on their chest mm-hmm. or stuff on their collar it's just for anything like cops it's all about uniform and how you present yourself it's about the bling yeah 
that that guy was wearing civilian clothes and they didn't have the intel that he was what he was so well supposedly they did that's the funny thing is like supposedly at least the dispatcher had been given yeah. like a badge number and like hey this guy claims to be a law enforcement wow. officer and, yeah. and i don't know if it didn't get translated or if those officers you know whatever mm-hmm. who who even gives a fuck? It just shows. To, <laughs> it goes to show that, like, yeah, fuck the ATF. What are they doing, knocking on doors to begin with? And um, and like, if there's if there's clearly like this potential for a miscommunication, it's just one more example as to why these motherfuckers are not are not capable of doing the job that people you know assume that they're doing. But I have, a, said, I have another one. That yeah, I was going to say, you the said there one. was a second story, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. This one, <clears throat> this was the one that I tell people this and they go, Jesus, how are you not, how do you not have like at least hundreds of thousands of dollars right now from the police right. department? But problem was I was active duty military when it happened. Mm. So I was uh, probably in my second year and I just got back from a, a little, I can't really call it deployment. I went to Korea and Japan for a, a unit deployment program and I came home and I wanted to go to uh Marsoc because I still thought maybe I would stay in the military and things would get better. And if I got to special forces, then I would have more, res- like I'd have more freedom and I could actually help people. Mm. So I, uh, I talked to a recruiter for uh, Marsoc and I had um, a date to go to assessment and selection program. And I was training on the weekends. So I'd go home on the weekends to see my girlfriend and family in LA from san diego and i had a we have these yellow pool rifles it's a yellow like plastic rifle that we go in the pool with it's a training rifle well i had a a a yellow pool rifle i had uh some cami pants on that weren't my they were like some cry like they weren't issued pants because you don't wear marine corps issued stuff off base i had like a a workout t-shirt and a an 80 pound rucksack and my boots and i was running I was running on the on a dirt trail up um, Angeles Crest Highway, but off in the mountains. Well, I, the problem was for where I, um, from my house, I can get to Angeles Crest. So I ran through probably a couple of blocks of houses before I got to Angeles Crest to run up in the hills. Mm-hmm. Well, a, as I'm running up the hills, it's about 100 degrees outside in like July, hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have headphones on. And for some reason I had this like burning feeling to take my headphones off and, and I'm running and I hear boop, boop, and I look behind me and it's a, it's a crown Vic. Hmm. It's black and white. And then uh, I just hear the cops light me up and they're like, stop running. I stopped running. And I just, I just dropped the, the pool rifle. So I was like, I already know these guys are idiots. So I dropped the pool rifle. The cops jump out of their car. One of them gets his pistol out and I hear Another cop, all I hear is a hear a, and it just sounded like a Vietnam era M16 that was dry as shit. Like a, the carrier and bolt was dry. Yeah, the charging yeah. handle was dry. Like was he like, might have had to, he might have had to push that shit forward. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> am I really going to, am I going to die right now by like a shitty fucking Vietnam M16? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go, uh, they go, take your pack off. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to move my hands, dude. Right, so right, I, right, right, right. I slowly like it's 80 pounds, dude. So it's my Alice pack. So I like get it off and like drop it on the floor. Then they tell me to go out into the street and mm-hmm. uh, they tell me to lay down in the asphalt, black asphalt at like 100 degrees. 
and I'm wearing a t-shirt, dude. My elbows are burned. It's burning. It hurts so bad. And I and there's by then three more squad cars have pulled up. Traffic is blocked. I'm laying in the street for another 10, 15 minutes. There's a helicopter. A fucking bear cat comes. SWAT team's there. Jeez. These guys are fucking scanning the hills because they think there's a sniper. Um, and then they are giving me commands. But the problem is there's three different cops giving me commands. So uh-huh. I don't know what to do. I'm a, I'm I'm afraid, dude. Uh-huh. Like I thought I was gonna die because they're they were just yelling at me, telling me to move, like look to the left, move to the left. And I didn't understand, right? So I'm uh-huh. like I was like shuffling my body to the left on the street because yeah. I didn't understand. They wanted me to look to the left. But when there's all these people yelling at you with guns, it's really hard, dude. Yeah. So I just laid there. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna lay here. They're gonna do whatever they gotta do. Yeah. So they all come, they come out with like a fucking shield, they put their knee on my back, handcuff me, take me to the side. Then they open up the highway so cars can at least pass by on one side. Helicopter leaves. They pull me to the side and uh they I they're like, where's your ID at? I was like, it's in my left cargo pocket. So they take out my wallet, they take out my military ID and they say, Is this even real? <laughs> is yours is yours fucker like <laughs> and, let me see uh, your <laughs> fucking id motherfucker like <laughs> jesus and then uh they they didn't know how to get into an alice pack I'll, everybody who was in the military who's worth their salt knows how to get and use an alice pack what's it's that the best ruck you can use. Per- it, I, I, an alice pack is it's like a a vintage more vintage rucksack from like 90s to 2000s okay so it's 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 what you were wearing and none of these dudes could even open it is that what i'm hearing yeah it's like a metal frame i have one i'll show you later but okay this because it's not a zip strap they're like they're pull straps with like buckles so okay and they're like how do we get into your bag and i was like no You, you can't go in my bag if you if you don't have enough fucking brain cells to just look at it and figure these buckles out, <laughs> like suck a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suck a dick. Yeah, dude. I was like, you I I just told them, I was like, you have to have a warrant to go in my bag. I didn't break any mm. law. I didn't I committed no crime and I have nothing to hide. But like you're not even you you're not even carrying a real rifle, right? It was a yellow plastic pool training rifle, like uh-huh. completely plastic. Mm-hmm. And then the, the cops saw that and they're like, oh, it's a training rifle out loud. He goes, oh, it's a training rifle. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they proceed to tell me, okay, if you don't tell me how to get in your bag, I'm going to cut the straps on it. So I'm just thinking, oh, fuck. So he mm-hmm. tricked me. They tricked me. I should have said, go ahead, cut the straps. I'm going to mm-hmm. sue your ass. Mm-hmm. But he tricked me. And I said, okay, fine. Cause I know nothing to hide which is the wrong answer. Fuck him. So I just told him how he went in my bag. He pulled out my plate carrier, my helmet, um, some weights. I had some 45 pound plates in all, there. All you had was heavy, heavy shit. Cause you're training. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and then they realized they fucked up. So I'm trying to talk to their captain. I was like, bring your captain over here. Bring your captain over here. That guy got in the car and just left. Then they, they told me that they were going to take me home. I had to get in the back of their hand car handcuffed and they were going to give me a ride home. Huh. I couldn't, con- I couldn't finish my workout. I said, no, you guys can go get your SWAT team and you can follow me, run with me home. Maybe you guys can get a workout too. Mm. And then they, they weren't having it. They're like, shut up. And then, um, cause they're all fat fucks. Right? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, they're not about shit. They're about a paycheck and they're about comfort. They don't really Pen- want to serve pension, baby pension. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, 
they put me in the back of the cop car and they take me home and we get, I tell them to drop me off like uh, one house away from my house. Cause I have younger brothers and I don't, I didn't want my little brothers to see me in handcuffs and get me out of, get out of a cop car. Didn't want, they look up to me, dude. Sure. So, um, and I wouldn't, my mom, no, I didn't, I didn't know who was home. So I get out and then I, as we are coming down my street, my childhood street, like I spent my whole childhood in this little street. And I'm just thinking, man, like I thought red dawn was going to happen and it fucking did, but it happened in my own country by my own countrymen, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a little, tell- a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I was telling, I was telling these cops, I, I was asking, I was like, do you guys really think what you're doing is right? Like, do you understand what you're doing is, is treason? It's, it's wrong. And the cop's response was shut up, man. Don't you know what's going on in the world right now? Don't you? <laughs> Fuck. So, so it, he just admitted that, that his fears triumph my individual rights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like I, I didn't i didn't just i don't hate cops because i'm a criminal i don't hate cops because i want to do illegal bad shit i just i dislike the police because they've proven to me that they don't care about me they will do anything they can to further their career and to serve the state they do not serve me mm-hmm. like yeah. maybe they might maybe there might be an instance where something's bad's happening they might show up in the nick of time to save somebody but nine times out of 10, they're, they're hurting me than protecting me. Yeah. No, they show up after the fact, generally speaking, the best thing that can happen is nothing after the fact. I mean, you know, the, the case of Johnny Hurley and, uh, <laughs> shit, 10, 10 minutes. You see that? What about 10 it? Minutes left. We're going to have to, uh, Hit the Restart reset it? button at some point okay. here. And but hopefully it works. <laughs> it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Um, I'll probably have to send you a fresh email. I'll just tell you. But Johnny Hurley, man, he's the guy that put down a mass shooter before he could become a mass shooter. And then the cops shot him in the back. And it's because they showed up, you know, triggers at the ready. Yeah. And like, it's, they don't, they don't, they don't yeah. assess. They don't assess, man. You know, it's like they don't even assess when it's their own guy. Like we were talking, you know, before the ATF versus the local PD. Yeah. You know, they, they don't take the time to assess whether or not it's their own you know, kin, let alone. I think it's a failure of communication. There's mm-hmm. a massive failure in communication. I think there's usually a way to avoid conflict and to avoid violence. But people are bad at communicating. We're monkeys and we just mm-hmm. start doing violence. Like I've been, I personally have been guilty of this. I've been intimidated or felt like I was pinned in a corner. So I just start punching people in their head to get out of that, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm guilty of it. So I understand. But when you have a gun and a badge and a a letter from the state saying it gives you permission to use violence, I think you should be held a lot more responsible, responsible and be better at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found it really fucking interesting how with this video of this ATF guy getting arrested, how he, as soon as he went down on the ground and they're like, just relax, like, just let us cuff you. (laughs) He starts resisting, man. He starts resisting and they tased him, even though he's a federal (laughs) fucking agent. The whole thing is so fucking funny man and they tased the shit out of this guy because he was resisting because he was under duress because he was being arrested you know 
I would say for no good reason, except he was actually being arrested for a really fucking good reason. And that's harassing <laughs> harassing the citizen who who, you know, he's like, show me your firearms. We understand that somebody in this household bought some recently. And like, yeah, yeah fuck you, motherfucker. Like, I'll show you my weapons. But th- OK, OK, so that take. I'm just going to cut right to it because we're here now. What would it take for you to just be like, fuck you here? I'll show you the muzzle end, man. Like, when do you um, when do you uh, when do you comply and when do you not? You know, <laughs> see that. And that, that's that's, that's a, a toughie. It's, a, it's like a romanticization. Here's here's my thing. I try to keep myself in the in like a legal scope where if my house got raided, mm-hmm. I just sit here and be like, go ahead, fed boy. Look around. You're not going to get shit. Right. Okay. Yeah. But there's other day there's other days where it's like I'm ready. Like I'm I I've made my peace with God. I love God and I have a personal relationship with my God. Mm-hmm. I hope you do. And I know that I haven't I haven't aggressed on anyone like that. You know, I would never go into someone's home. Mm-hmm. I would never go to someone's home and tell them they can't defend or protect themselves. And if I did, I feel like I I probably deserve death at that point. So I don't I don't feel bad and I don't I don't want it to come to that. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm not willing to to sacrifice my right to defend myself by any means for any for anyone for that matter. So, mm-hmm. do I want that to happen? No, I don't want that. It's horrible. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. But I will do whatever I have to do to keep my spirit free. Yeah. How long into your service? Um... Like, did you start thinking shit wasn't quite okay? <laughs> um, I think, dude, I was like, like a nine eleven truther before I went in the military, which is funny. Really? <laughs> like, really? I, I was like, <laughs> conspiracy theorist before I went in. Hmm. I think I joined because I wanted. I thought the shit was cool. My older cousin was a Marine. I think I, I, I really, when I think coming home, like my second year, second year going into third year is when I really became like more libertarian swinging towards anarchist, mm-hmm. but I wasn't intelligent enough yet. I was, I was still like founding father. I was still like very funny. Like I was like a libertarian you know, like, yeah, well, yeah, like the Thomas Const- Jefferson said this <laughs> constitution. Yeah. Well, and hey, yeah. er, occasionally I, I, I use quotes, you know, th- those guys were yeah. not that far off is my opinion. Yeah. But, but, uh, hanging your, her, your hat on the constitution is not exactly practical. Yeah. Like, like back then I would tell you, oh, like John Locke mm-hmm. and Thomas Jefferson and people like that, mm-hmm. which definitely those men are were great and inspired me but they were also had they were slavers but i and you but you also i'm a, I'm a firm believer that you can't judge men by the mores of their day you know i think every society has its own mores and as time mm-hmm. goes on mm-hmm. um but now you ask me it's like i'm more of a lysander spooner kind of guy you know like the constitution has no authority it it has done nothing to, to prevent the government we have mm-hmm. if anything it's in, it's enabled it therefore it's unfit to exist um and if you would have told me that when I was a young Marine, I probably would have punched you in the head. 
because mm-hmm. I signed a check for that. You know, I thought I'm willing to die for this, this piece mm-hmm. of paper. So I think I've evolved. It's, it's like the Marine Corps, the anarchist pipeline, but. It, well, it seems like, it seems like a uh, steady flow, right? I've met more than a couple Marines and just in general, like ex-military seems more, more army um, and, and Marines than like general, like Navy guys or, or air force for whatever reason. I, yeah. Maybe that's just my there's experience. A, there's an Air Force dude at Childerberg. There's there was an Air Force dude at Childerberg. He's actually right? a- active duty, and he was really? smoking weed and doing shrooms with us. Pretty fucking wow. awesome. Wow. <laughs> Although, cool. cool. That's kind of a shit bag. I mean, when I was in the Marine Corps, dude, I didn't do anything but drink alcohol the whole time. You you're know? good. You're yeah. a good. You're a good Marine. Yeah. I didn't want to get kicked out, dude. It's not worth yeah. it. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. You don't want to because, like, I don't. Know, I guess we could we could talk about this, but I don't judge people for using veteran benefits and Mm -hmm. getting a veteran pension, not because it makes them statist, but because if, if the state is going to give out its milk until it fucking withers away and dies, take that milk and invest it. And you know what I'm saying? Like take the money, take the state's money, invest it, grow yourself, buy guns, buy 3d printers, buy whatever, dude, Mm -hmm. use that money. Cause it's, it's all fake. It's all computer generated. It's all bullshit. You, it's all bullshit. How can you put yourself in the best yeah. position possible? I'm, I'm not right. gonna. I'm not gonna hit on any veteran for taking government assistance. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? I'm kicking myself because I could have gotten more <laughs> PPP money right throughout like, COVID, and yeah. uh, come come to find out, supposedly fifty percent of that bullshit went overseas. I swear, man. It was like it was like Indian like hackers got more of that PPP money than Americans. You know, it's like I wish I wish the stimulus checks didn't exist because it's a waste of money. It's mm-hmm. free money is not free. We're gonna we pay for that, you know, yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah. I wish they didn't exist. Yeah. But right. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna be like yeah, don't give me one, but give everyone no. Like if they're gonna go no. out, I better I better fucking get mine. <laughs> Take it and buy buy bullets or beans or something, band aids. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I bought I bought an uh, EOTech holographic site and I bought a uh, Bravo Company upper receiver for an Air 15 with well, with my you, stimmy check. You better watch out, man, because all these mass shooters have EOTech fucking sights <laughs> on their rifles. You know, it's because the reticle is perfect for the the shoulders of a child. No, I'm just kidding. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, should we even go there? Like, I, I am curious <laughs> to maybe ask you what you think about this because, um, you, you know, one of the recent ones that got a lot of publicity was this one that was like ten miles from me in Greenwood, Indiana where the the shooter was put down pretty quick right it's awesome that was awesome it was awesome the, the, it was awesome that the the guy put him down the yes. shooting is horrible that's a horrible thing but, but it, it was, was awesome but it example. was proof it was proof of our argument 110 yes. percent like proof and and the thing is a lot of a lot of people are like like worshiping the shoot the guy who put the guy down mm. that that was that was by far probably the worst day of that kid's life. Oh, the worst, yeah, hardest day of. I think. Got it. We're back on. We're yeah, back we're, on. we're just saying like that dude in the 
the mall that put down the active shooter. That was the worst day of his life. I guarantee it. You know, everybody's like, oh, you're a hero. Oh, he's like the next Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, like that dude doesn't want, I don't know, I can't speak for him, but probably doesn't want praise for that. He probably wishes that day never happened, you know, mm -hmm. but he did what was necessary and, and, and did the right thing. Yeah. Well, and he, in my opinion, is better than Kyle Rittenhouse. Not that not that there's anything wrong with Kyle Rittenhouse. I actually, it was funny, you know, uh, I probably shouldn't say his name. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he sent me a message today saying that he listened to my episode. It's called Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Actually, it's mm -hmm. two parts, two parts. And it was during the Rittenhouse trial. And I pointed out the fact that I put myself in a pretty darn similar position as the position that Kyle put himself in trying to protect, you know, he, he brought his weapon. You know, I was out there with a 12 gauge shotgun. He was out there with an AR 15, but he, he was trying to protect a business. I, I went out because somebody got run over at a protest and I went out the following day bunch of folks came out too we uh we blocked traffic for the next protest right we were actually providing security for the blm yeah. folks and uh and i just i pointed out in this episode uh that i'm not so dissimilar from this kid i just got lucky that i didn't actually have to pull the trigger but i had people threatening me you know, verbally saying they were going to go home, get their, their fucking sniper and take me out, you know, <laughs> like, what are you going to do with your 12 gauge when I pick you off from 400 yards? Like, yeah. well, I guess, I guess I'll die, you know? Yeah. Like, please don't do that. I'm just trying to keep these people from getting run over. I figure a 12 yeah. gauge might do the trick. Um, yeah. And I didn't have my AR yet, but guess what, motherfucker? Let's go now. I mean, not that, again, not that we want it, but, like, that's the point. That's the point is it's, like, if you have no means of standing up, like, for yourself and your community, what good, what good is your word? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's better you know. to be a, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war but it fucking helps you know how to garden i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah yeah i'm all about that quote i love it and it I was know, fun I, I it was fun show a lot <laughs> it was did you listen to br show man we I had did. a fun I chat did. yeah it was cool it's cool he's a good dude and like that's the thing i want to connect these different communities right like i like that show because BR is a friend, you're a friend, so I get to hear two of my buddies talking, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like I'm ha I'm hanging out with my buddies. It's awesome. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad we didn't like make. I don't know. I like make acquainted acquaintances at the beginning of uh, of Childerberg and like record some shit while we were there. But it's all yeah. good. Shit went as it went. It was it was perfect. Yeah. I think you you've done a good job at bringing you like your show's always been about bringing uh, a lot of different people. You're a poly polymath, right? I'm saying it correct. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. So you've always brought like a good variety of, of people on the show. And I, I mean, I've learned all sorts of 
different things from different people, but um, I I really, really liked when you went to Freedom Fest and you got all those different mm. sections and you hit. You're talking, uh, you're talking uh, self-reliance fest. Self-reliance fest. Yeah. 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 There I'm, is a, I'm, there is a freedom down. fest that I would love to go to, but I ain't been. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's okay. I think a bunch of dumb libertarians go there anyway. So. Hey, you know, it probably so. Like, <laughs> I think Self-Reliance Fest is where it's at. Guess what, bro? I'm about to be a speaker there this next time around in October. I know that's a haul for you from California, yeah. but, you know, shoot. Come out to Tennessee. Fly into Indianapolis. You know, roll down there with me, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win some, some lotteries and I'll make it to all those things. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, yeah. <clears throat> um. I'm definitely shooting for Childerberg. Childerberg is going to become an annual thing for me yeah, at minimum. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to expand, but mm. I'm also not, I'd like to travel to outside the U S a little bit more before I just kind of maybe get to the age where I have kids and stuff. And I can't do that so much mm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess I'll ask this. What do you actually do for money? Cause I ain't got the first idea. <laughs> I, uh, I work for a, oh you already said you 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 shoot yeah. yeah you build you build rifles man you i build, build AKs, rifles. Yeah. i did i you know fuck yeah. me i yeah, actually man. showed you i showed you one of my ak's right right yeah. right that shit is it's it's smooth it looks smooth <laughs> it was a uh, yeah it's i was a kind of a cult clash uh cult like armalite air 15 guy my whole life right mm-hmm. marine corps I had, I had an m16 yeah and then uh my last year I got an M4 and I was just familiar with that. And then AK was always like the bad guy gun, but it's like, now it's like, dude, AK is like my most, the most reliable thing. Like AK uh, is like a, <laughs> it's but like it, a, I don't know, dude, <laughs> man. I almost wanted, I almost wanted to buy one, but in ammo, like crazy expensive, like AK almost cheaper than um, AR ammo. As far as for me, I like out here. Really? Seventy six two by thirty nine is is pretty affordable. Hmm. Yeah, um, depends. But with like the ammo shortages and the whole um, globalist war in Ukraine and <laughs> just all the all the shit going on, dude. Like, mm-hmm. def- it's affected our business. It's affected. It's, it's affected everyone. You know, mm-hmm. um, COVID was bad to guns. Um, shutting stopping russia from being able to import stuff has been bad on guns it's just mm. the they don't have to ban guns because they're just going to make it like anything where only the rich can do it only the rich can afford to have it that's that's the right. direction they're going for it's, that's what's going to be the same thing sh- i mean you just nailed it man like that's the that's the problem is they're they're clearly trying to price us out of our our own rights they're pricing price- you out of land land yep, they're pricing yep. you out of, out of meat food Mm-hmm. They're, they're pricing you out of energy mm-hmm. they're pricing dude it's it's to the point where people are are becoming radicalized and moving out into the forest and homesteading mm-hmm. and they fucking hate it they fucking hate it because they can't keep people in these little fucking dens and just sucking the life out of them it's it, there's there's been no an awakening in the force <laughs> yeah. people are trying to get the fuck out of the city it's, it's awesome it is. It is. I, I do. I have a whole lot of hope. Like I can tell you're an optimist, bro. It's just funny, dude. I, I just remember like seeing you around Childerberg. I'm like, 
you got you got your tats like you semper fi across your fucking uh what do you call it like your uh belly your <laughs> belly, belly yeah <laughs> i was gonna say diaphragm but it's like yeah yeah it's like yeah and like bro like and you just always had you had a you had a big old smile on the whole time i'm like this motherfucker is funny i can tell i can tell and it's like i'm just so glad to um to know that there are all these ex-military guys that hate to put it this way are on our side man like because i'm for, I'm, I'm for every every man who stands we're like all on our own together you know what i'm saying like on our own together that's a fine way <laughs> that's a fine way of putting it that's a fine everybody way has a right yeah. to to live the way you want like i always tell mm-hmm. my friends like i personally I'm a, I'm a christian i believe christ is my savior but mm-hmm. i don't force other people to believe that if you have a different belief that's fine yeah but yeah. when we when we eat a meal at my house i'm gonna say grace i'm gonna say i'm gonna you know and if you don't want to partake, that's fine. Don't be a fin- Don't take offense to it. You know, like mm-hmm. where I live in California, I'll, I'll sit down with my girlfriend and we'll have dinner and, and they don't say grace fucking here. They don't do that shit. So I'll sit with my mm-hmm. girlfriend and we'll, we'll hold hands and say grace like to ourselves quietly. And we'll get like dirty looks from, from her friends and stuff. Like, what are you wow. guys doing? Wow. What wow. are you a bunch of, a bunch of Trumpers? Like, no, we're, we're grateful for what we have because tomorrow we, we might not have this. Yeah. And what do you know anyhow? Like being grateful to God is not a bad policy, you know. Especially if, be- especially if you have shit to be grateful for, right? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah. Americans yeah. are Amer- Americans are horrible with with gratitude. <laughs> no fucking shit, man. What have Have you heard that saying about uh, like gratitude is attitude, but gratitude isn't isn't like. Y- not you being grateful it's the feeling of when you make someone else grateful is actually like a really good feeling like when Mm -hmm. you give something to someone and they're like wow thank you like i really appreciate this Mm -hmm. like that is like like if you held the door for someone they just fucking blow you off and like yeah you're like kind of you're kind of like what the fuck but then like (laughs) you hold the door like oh thank you like yeah you're welcome like that's a Mm -hmm. good feeling (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know (laughs) it's a it's something i've been kind of like working on well i i find it real interesting how many like anarcho christians there are right like i met i met a handful and i got into some cool conversations with some dudes because you know i was raised like in the church i was i was a full-on christian man and uh for a while there i i wasn't right yeah I almost partly should maybe kind of halfway say I'm not, but at the same time, maybe I am all of a sudden because I'm starting to see it again. But like at the same time, I, you know, like you said, you can't force it. Like, um, you know what I find real interesting? I keep like kind of, I think about the whole, uh, be hot or be cold if you're lukewarm i'll spit thee from my mouth thing right yeah and i i'm connect i'm connecting with that these days because you know the thing that's frustrated me the most is people who are halfway with me as opposed to fully not with you know it's like you know what i mean 
Yeah. Well, okay. I'll I'll give a small example and see if you understand. I think you you will, or mm-hmm. may not agree, but at least you understand. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has the right to live the way they want. If you want to be gay, straight, purple, whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. Sure. But as long as you don't make me do anything. Mm-hmm. There's there's like churches in California that have flags outside the American flag, the California flag. Lately, they have the Ukraine flag. And now there's churches that have like the gay pride, trans pride flag outside of the church. I find it interesting that a church would hang unless they're a Ukrainian <laughs> Orthodox church or some shit. Yeah. Um, no. What you're you, yeah. now you're now you're in support of one side of a fucking bloody conflict as a church. Dude. Right? Now, like I, I find the American flag in a church dumb. Like the only only kingdom should be like nation of Christ, whatever. That, but we all we all know how like old boomers are. But like I, I remember commented like someone went to this church near where I live and they, they cut down the the gay pride flag. And I was like, well, yeah, you're a church. Like, what do you expect? Like, the church mm-hmm. isn't too fond of like homos- homosexuality is a sin in the Bible. Like, I don't do what you want. I'm not going to judge you for that. But if you're going to be about something, be about something. Like, if this is your religion, but mm-hmm. like le- leftism as a whole has taken that approach to like, you know what I'm saying? They take a church, they, they put that into the church. But mm-hmm. there's also your churches on the right that are are maybe racist or, or do do other things that aren't approved of right or aren't good um that we can all agree on but i, I just have a hard time like it, they, they want to mend the church to be what they want out of life it has nothing to do with the institutional values it's all mm-hmm. what what their personal satisfaction and their the little fear of death is why they go to church and that's why i kind of don't go to church because i just feel like people yeah. are just afraid of dying <laughs> no i think that is i mean i could piece of power piece apart some things or whatever here but i agree that like i think a lot of people are kind of trying to punch their ticket to heaven and like it's again be hot or be cold yeah if you're lukewarm i spit thee from my mouth and and i keep hearing like echoes because i was raised in the church and i do know some scripture not that i could recite it or tell yeah. you this passage is this, that passage is that. But I kind of picked up enough from the words of Jesus as they were transcribed and as they were translated to mm-hmm. say that it's not so far-fetched to say that he might have been, in essence, an anarchist. Oh, yeah. We, we flipped the tables. The part that I don't like is when they're like, oh, give give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Like people will use that as an argument to like what if what if it means the opposite of what they think it means, man? Like what is Caesar's? (laughs) Like what is Caesar's, man? Because Caesar's ain't this shit that I worked for. I know know that. Like, so yeah, give to him what is his. Well, a spear. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. He's yeah. Fuck that, man. I honestly yeah. like you can turn these words around, man. For real. Give to Cedar Caesar what is Caesar's. What if none of it's his, man? It's not no, it's not. We all we all produce and we all mm. create things. I <laughs> my girlfriend was a big uh like Graham She Marks kind of chick. She went to college. She mm. was like borderline commie. Okay. And I'm a I'm a big like Austrian guy. Like I'm sure. big on Rothbard. 
and yep. Mises and um so yeah like she, she's come around and, and it's not like I've she's still so for the her mindset is like um she thinks of capitalism she thinks of crony capitalism like corporate right. in state in in bed with the government and right. I and I'm like, no, that's fascism. So like, in, yeah, especially yeah. in our country, and BR, BR is great on this. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you like, BR isn't completely sold on capital and he's not solely sold on communism, but we have a, a dialogue. We have a, a failure to communicate in this country mm-hmm. on what the real problem is. And it, it's, it is, it's these corporations in bed with the government that writing, are writing, writing the laws yeah. for themselves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and people will say, "Oh, that that's capitalism." No, it's not because you're getting yeah. taxed. You're you're not living in a free market economy. You're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the especially in the Marine Corps, like I saw the military-industrial complex. How much? How many millions of dollars we wasted? Mm-hmm. We used to load. Um, we used to load these missiles on the fighter jets, and they were called uh, LGDRs, laser guided training rounds. And they cost about, I think, like twenty to forty thousand dollars a unit, and we would load load up to thirty to forty a day. And they would be just plummeting to the earth, and they would have like forty foot storage container. Those, you know, like the big uh, containers they put on ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd they'd build buildings out of those, and they would hit those like their targets or old tanks or whatever. And I just remember seeing like that's more than I'll make in my whole life, and like we're just like yeeting it to the earth. Well, maybe hey. <laughs> Maybe with that attitude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Maybe if I if I grind it a little harder. <laughs> no, but hey, but for real though, for real though, you're learning some pretty valuable skills. And what hey, uh, forty, sixty thousand dollars that that's almost irrelevant at this point because we're looking at we're looking at rampant inflation, like runaway inflation. So what does $40,000 even mean? It, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's all fake too. They're just going to print out more and it's going to yeah. inflate more. And, and yeah. they're going to be more debt to bro. To I might, <laughs> I might send you a copy. I've started, I, I think I said this to you earlier, but I've started writing, yeah. um, you know, it started with that, with that war of the world, war of the words episode. And you said, yeah. you, you said you heard that, right? But yeah, uh, that was great. But I've been adding to it and I've I've got that was about four pages, maybe. I've got like twenty something now. I just wrote today and like the part where you s- talked about the, the Emerald Triangle, like uh-huh. I know that area. I know yeah. that area. Yeah, I used man. to go pick up I used to go pick up from that area, dude. We used, <laughs> we, we used yeah. to go down there. We used to go down there with our fucking dad's guns and go mm. pick up down there. <laughs> For sure, man. For sure. Or or not, we totally would not do that. But yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. No, I'm. You know, it's just a funny. I I almost think what I wrote today, you'd really get a kick out of because um, I'm just imagining what it might be like. You know, we had this this technical difficulty today, right? And it was. It turns out to be a minor thing, but I. Excuse me. I almost think there's a world that's coming where. We don't have the internet. We have we have various independent nets that that on occasion uh, you know communicate with each other. Like I think we're gonna lose this easy access to information because it'll be so monitored 
that people will will shut it down voluntarily and specifically go peer to peer. I don't know if you follow me, but like the- like uh like uh end to end encryption end to end like communication end to end encryption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh I have a lot of friends who are a lot smarter than me, and they yeah. use like one of my coworkers speaks. He's a not a I'll just put it the way he's not Russian. He speaks Russian. He can write in Russian, and he knows how all his like whatever his. EDI, whatever his his location on the computer says he's in Russia. Uh-huh. So for all intensive person like reasons, like this guy is Russian, right? Yeah. But nothing about him is Russian. And th- he's doing that already. And like he communicates mm. with people and it's end to end and he's he's off the grid basically. I mean, I'm sure there's a way around it, but I'm I'm too dumb, dude. I'm too dumb for that. Well, and me too, me too. It's funny that I was writing about it because I was putting it into layman's terms and kind of like making certain assumptions and stuff. But it's almost like, eh, fuck it. I'll write about it. And I'm going to talk to some geeks who can tell me what makes sense and what's not. But um, I I just genuinely sort of like maybe foresee this world where uh, – Without without direct peer to peer end to end encrypted like you know like say say the only way to communicate is through satellite uplink like direct message like through you know I can't even begin but I I I just think we're living through this short window of time where it's actually fairly easy to do what you and I are doing and that it's becoming more and more controlled and that those of us, you know, in this short story potential novel that I'm writing, I called it the rogue net and described it as being relatively un uh, unpredictable, like unreliable. Right. But that mm-hmm. it's, that it's a, that it's a loose, internet between independent you know sort of intranets yeah like the inter the internet is dead yeah but we we now have individual networks that occasionally are able to make contact through encryption through you know untraceable means but i'm like bro they're tracking they're, they're tracking everything right this conversation, it's getting recorded. Oh, you know, it's been it's it's been recorded. It's going to be listened to by robots, and then when they get scanned by robots, then humans are going to listen to it, and they're going to analyze that. <laughs> and I honestly don't think we've said yeah. that many like key words, you know, really like. But hey, who cares? Hey, dude, you're ta- who cares? You're talking to me. You're flagged. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm on every list. Yeah. I'm sure at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. It's, we can share a, a bunk together at camp. It's okay. <laughs> at the at the FEMA camps, yeah, we'll Dude, all be we, we'll be having a good time. We'll grow Dang. some potatoes. You'll show me how to grow potatoes. I'll make you. I'll make you a shiv. Well, we'll be good. Uh, I don't know, man. I'd rather not. But like, <laughs> I'd rather surf with you or some shit, right? So, uh, do you surf? Oh, uh, only once. Like. <laughs> Did you, did you get up? Like you actually got, you got, I got, away? I got up twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And that's then awesome. I struggled for about two more hours to do it again. And I just couldn't, but I did. I got up twice. Yeah. 
how it goes, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was good fun though, man. I you know. I always love the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live on the I live on the beach. Man, I'm yeah. jealous. I'm jealous, you know, like fuck. Even though I love Indiana, as you can tell, anybody who listens to the podcast knows I love this state, but like I have spent some time in Cali and it's awesome. It sucks that it's turning into a shithole in a lot of ways, but like, yeah, it's been a shithole for a long time, dude, but like (laughs) anything, it is what you make of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We travel to third world countries because they're pretty and because shit's cheap. But mm-hmm. they're still third world countries, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like the world, the world's a fuck, but it is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you plans? are you trying to get out of your, your area? Are you trying to stay there? No, no, not necessarily. You know what I want to do, man, is I want to have home base like as being here, like always. But I would love to spend six months on the road every year or maybe you know, what four four months like i don't know something like that i don't i'm not gonna bring up what we talked about earlier but once you get that going and you uh-huh. have you can kind of work um remotely you'll be able to travel you can maybe do the van life thing or something for a bit mm-hmm. you know or like when it's because it snows there right it gets like really fucking cold in the winter yeah the winter's bullshit yeah <laughs> that sucks. sucks for you bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um, um but you can use that time to travel you know like fuck the snow i'm out I'm gonna go yeah. travel dude but then what you, you know gotta, what like, though man honestly like i want to get this easy peasy train like off and running and then yeah. what i really want is a custom four by four shop bro <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. build badass Toyotas and Broncos and you know Blazers and you name it. Like, I, Do you, have you fabricated shit before? You have background in that? Um, you know what? Not really, but I just have a good eye for a good a good deal. And uh, yeah. all I need is to make good friends with a with a mechanic. You know, of course. But exactly. one thing, it's not about what one, you know; it's about who you know. It's about who you know, man. Yeah, you know, if you know a good fabricator and you know a good engine guy and and you know a good painter, I, I think building hot rods would be a fun uh, second second business. You know, I basically build the, a lot of the rifles we build are like the hot rods of rifles. <laughs> yeah, so like people commission y'all to build some custom shit. For a long time, we did a lot of custom shit. So. Mm. my one of my bosses he uh he builds like badass motorcycles and shit too right mm. like his his motorcycles have been in like magazines mm. and he he's always forcing me to crank on my motorcycle i have a harley mm. he's he's always like you know like i get tired of working on shit i get tired of it dude i'm like fuck these machines they just keep breaking you know hey. they're so much fun but this guy is so persistent on cranking on shit keeping it going he loves it loves it so mm. um I, I can respect that. You, you'll find people like that. They're going to, they'll, they'll motivate you and they'll, they'll keep it going. As long as you have the, the capital, dude, if you have the capital and the idea, you can find those skilled people to, to follow through with it. Yeah. 
Well, and I, I think there's something about like old motors and old trucks and old hot rods. It's just like keeping keeping a big hunk of old metal cruising. <laughs> like, yeah, that's badass, man. And so like, OK, I want to ask you about your um, I mean, I know you you're an AK guy, but you want to just tell us what you what you got. Generally speaking, you, you probably got a handful, <laughs> don't you? Um, Yeah. I, I'm not a thing is though. I'm not a big like gunner. Like I'm not like oh, I love guns. No, like I uh-huh. like their capabilities. I like every every gun is a tool and it has a certain job, right? Okay. So like, I have like a a Romanian AK, which is like pretty stock, like ten inch barrel with a a Romanian dong, like pretty like like a surplus almost like a, it, was, it was literally built off of a kit that was sent in from it was using the balkans like there's names carved into the wood on it that was like someone's girlfriend I mean, like mariana is carved in on the stock wow. so like that these rifles were were carved in by some dude that was probably romanian or um like yugoslavian or i don't know some somewhere along the line of maybe was Do a you Serb. Think- i don't i don't know do you think there's some juju there? Like, oh, dude, my work <laughs> is so. Oh my god, are dude, people superstitious about that kind uh, of thing? I yeah. get the chills and the goosebumps. My dude, if you can see my skin right now, dude, <laughs> not my stuff. My stuff's good because because the Lord protects my house. Because this is this is a place for Christ, you know. Okay. But yeah, yeah, at, dude, dude. At my work, we have like thousands of like. We have, I have letters that I've pulled out of old stocks that we've gotten of like love letters in like Romani gypsy, like not even like language I can figure out, like all sorts of languages. And dude, my work is so fucking haunted. Like I'll be, I was walking down the, my shop the other day and with these big metal carts and they're heavy, they're like hard to push, dude. They take force to push. And the cart was like in one spot. I come back, the cart's in another spot and like, no one's there but me, like no one, and my boss in the very front. I was like, "Hey, did you move that cart?" He's like, "No." no. We go to check the cameras. The camera gets staticky and the cart moves. We're like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's uh, and then like well, you oh, are oh, you're you're, you're dealing in. I hate to sound like a liberal, but you're dealing yeah. in weapons of war, bro. Dude. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get with. I don't want this to become a cryptid podcast, but. <laughs> dude (laughs) (laughs) i I was on on like a facetime with my girlfriend and i was like "Ooh, the ghost is gonna get me like late at night and the fucking cabinet my work went and i dude like a little girl i fucking ran like ran away you do not fuck with the the ukrainian the fucking the romanian ghosts like you don't do that (laughs) shit (laughs) you just build the rifle and send it on its way dude yeah 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 that's funny man (laughs) well i i I hope because it sounds like you build pretty high-end rifles i hope that someday i might be able to buy one you know that'd be cool that'd be cool my goal is to personally build shit for my friends that's that's a goal of mine yeah yeah cool cool you know how like you like you look through history and like you're like there's those cool tattoo artists who like tattooed mm-hmm. people and, like oh this tattoo is from so-and-so and there's and then there's like your your motorcycle or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. oh so-and-so built this like mm-hmm. i'm i want my name like oh like he built this rifle for mm-hmm. me as a gift you know like yeah, yeah this was you know 
if you, I don't know if you're into like any outlaw shit from the 60s or 70s, but like outlaw culture was like dudes would build mm. each other like in, in motorcycle clubs. They'd build like their friends. They'd make them like beautiful belt buckles or, or knives or, or yeah. cool shit. And that stuff lives forever, dude. Yeah. yeah. That, so when you say that, yes, I, my goal is to build you a rifle. I would mm. love that. I would love that. Mm. Um, you build me my AK. Right now. I, <laughs> right now. Because <laughs> I had a buddy, I had a buddy put an AR together for me. And you tell yeah. me, you tell me if uh I mean is like a Ruger lower good enough. Um so it depends on like there's so dude, there's so many different lines. There's like sport lines, whatever. Okay. Okay. I'm I not I'm not a brand. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell I'm not you. a brandist. I'm not a yeah. brandist, dude. Like yeah. Is it reliable? When you pull the trigger, does it shoot? Right. Yeah, so far. Is it, is it reliable? Is it yeah. accurate? Is it consistent? I'm not going to tell you that because, like, yes, you can get a rifle from Palmetto for like cheap and it mm. may suck, but you can also get a rifle from them that might work good. Mm. I don't recommend it, but I'm not going to be like, no, it sucks, bro. Shitty brand sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be the kid that shows up to the wrestling tournament with the perfect singlet and the perfect shoes and then gets his ass kicked. Like, I'm not that kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll show up in some in some gym shorts and some Converse and I'll do okay. Like, yeah. it's not about it's not about your tools. It's about how you use them. Well, it was it was kind of cool because I had a buddy of mine build a rifle for me. Yeah, nothing fancy. Like, I kind of told him he's he's an AR guy. Like, he had yeah, he had he had parts on hand. Uh, he sourced a couple things, but he put this rifle together and he put it in my hands. We went camping. We set up some target, you know, targets mm-hmm. and, and we I think walked I saw out. That. Yep. We walked out. We walked out about five, 40 yards, 50 maybe. And uh, he's like, all right, let's get you zeroed. And I, you know, ch- ch- bing, 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 ping, ping. It's like, I think we're zeroed, bro. <laughs> yeah let me let me send you a little uh like curriculum that you can run yourself through like a little course okay it'll take you maybe four hours and it's all little things that you can work on that are gonna help you um become a rifleman and it's gonna and they're things that you can teach other people it's gonna empower you and other people well, I tell you, man, do you want to like plug your Instagram or anything like that? Because I think your Instagram's cool as shit. Like, I yeah, love I, seeing, I, would, I love yeah. seeing your training videos. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, my Instagram is in appeal to liberty two point So it's a n a p p e a l t o l i b e r t y two point But Did I'm like get- shadow banned. I'm shadow banned. You're already shadow banned. I can't believe yeah. I'm not already. I'm taking it personally. I'm like, <laughs> what? Did, what do I got to do to get shadow banned? You know. So yeah. So like, if you want to find me, you got to find in appeal to liberty 3.0. Are and you then, shitting me? Yeah. And then if you go on that, you can see I added myself <laughs> to my main account. That's how yeah. people usually find me. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck did you do, man? Um, I talk shit about getting like being. I talk shit about the government forcing people to get the vaccine. Me too, right? though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, go on. Uh, I like, I don't know if I just see something I think is whack, dude, I'll just comment like, 
that's that's fucking whack and like maybe i spend entirely too much time online maybe you have more of a life and you're not doing you're not doing enough okay you need to bump Uh, those numbers up (laughs) i don't know man you ask certain people and they'd say i'm speaking off too much but that's the funny thing man i don't know it's like it's like i've been speaking my mind for two years and I ain't even got one strike against me. I'm like, how much? What? Okay, I, I, I maybe I should. I should step it up, man. I should step it up. Well, like, <laughs> dude, people are gonna say all sorts of shit. I, yeah, I have coworkers, yeah. I have coworkers that make fun of me for being like a fucking like, oh, you think you're an influencer? Oh, you shoot, like whatever, right? But mm. they're just like, they're just mad that I'm just doing me, dude. I'm just doing me. I'm doing not, you. Yeah. You're having a good time. It looks like, like to me, yeah. it looks like a fun time. And no, yeah, fuck them. Like, you're not trying to, you're not trying to prove anything. You're just showing no. what you're up to, man. I'm I trying see, to. I want to. I want to. I want like to encourage people to go out and train to mm-hmm, shoot to, mm-hmm. and I'm not even big on like materialism either. Like I, I see a lot of Instagram that bothers me is people like in the tactical Instagram community, mm-hmm. community, dare I say. It's all material. It's like, oh, I got this plate carrier with this rifle and I paid $30 for some patch that like is a rare patch. Like it's to me, it's so dumb. Like pick up your rifle, pick up your gear, go for a hike up that fucking mountain and then shoot 500 rounds. Like don't I don't care about your stupid fucking patch that you bought. Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> says says the guy <laughs> says the guy wearing an anti state shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. But no, do, uh, um, do you know about do you know of free and poor? I don't. He he was on the show two three weeks ago. Like, but he he's you know he got he got fucking banned. He got shut down. He was just breaking out on TikTok, but. He basically is like trying to promote the idea of like you don't need a bunch of money mm-hmm. and, and special gear to like be a part of this. Dude, right? It's right here. I got a Chinese chest rig, a, a fucking Chinese communist chest rig. Yeah. You can get for like 40 bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, uh-huh. it holds four four mags. I have a tourniquet and I have an AK 47 cleaning kit in there. It's hey. Not the not the best setup, but if you gotta free some shit, it will do the job. Amen. You know, like, Amen. And and I have bougie kit. Like, I have nice, like, very expensive plate carriers and helmets and shit. But guess what's most comfortable to wear? That this <laughs> shit, dude. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the other shit is cool, but like, it's heavy and cumbersome. And like, as a gorilla, dude, I feel like my heart just like AK <laughs> little cheek on chest rig and mountain. That makes my heart happy. Mm. Like I. <laughs> A buddy, a buddy and I are about to go on like an overnighter. Uh, You know, there's this place where you can hike out and there's some ruins of like an old cabin. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. And you only got to go like maybe two miles. If that, but, uh, we're, I think next weekend we're going to like load up. We're going to grab all our, our, you know, he's got more of a kit than me. My thing is I told him, I told him, I said, I'm going to make this like a uh, make do with what you got kind of bug mm-hmm. out drill. Right. So mm-hmm. I think my intent is going to be to hide my rifle. I'm going to pack my rifle into my pack and look mm-hmm. like any other goddamn backpacker. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause there's yeah. maybe, there's maybe value there. And uh, 
and I'm going to get out there to our, to our site and be able to basically gear up once we yeah. get there. And, and yeah. we're going to do some, uh, some land nav training. I got maps. I got, I, you know, I know about UTM. I know about how to, how to do some whatever this and that. Yeah. And, uh, so we're going to, we're going to train, we're going to do some exercises. We're going to, we're going to maybe practice with, uh, comms a little bit and, nice. uh, and we'll do some shooting and, I, you know, I take what I see from your Instagram as inspiration because I can tell y'all take it pretty seriously. Like you're not just at any old range pointing and shooting down, you know, you're, you're moving, you're, you're, you're doing, you're doing sort of uh combat training and clearly you've, you've got the experience that's nothing new to you, but you know, I would love to, at some point, if I'm on a road trip and I can come your way, like train with you for a weekend, yeah. you know, I'd love to last. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to, I can even ship a rifle out to you and come out there and train with you. You know, like we could, Fucking a. we can make, we can make shit happen. Um, yeah. I have my, my father lives in Iowa. So once I get out to the Midwest from there is I can, you know, split ways. A goal mm. of mine is my, a goal of mine is to train friends and family but um i have kind of started a, a small company where we do train people so if i'm able to get a range in iowa it might be a little bit closer for you to come join me out there and you could just come yeah. stay with me and we can figure shit out um that's a little bit down the road i'm trying to stay in california as long as i can um my dad's like oh i, I got this land let's build you a range to start some shit i'm like yeah but it's fucking cold there and there's no yeah. waves <laughs> like yeah. Hawkeyes don't surf, motherfucker. Hawkeyes, <laughs> don't surf. Like, I'm not. I, I can't know. blame you, man. Honestly, it looks like a blast out there. I got a couple of uh family members out there, a cousin who, uh yeah, one in particular. It's like, man, I, I, I'd like to spend more time out there, but that's a haul. That's a haul. It's so expensive, and yeah. It's so expensive. I don't want to sound like a Nazi, but the culture is also super degenerate. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ain't too many Christians up in California. Dude, that's for sure. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. and the ones that are are Christian are just like they're more political than they are Christian. Mm. You know, mm. that's the problem I have. But mm. I don't know. I for me, it's it's more about the people you're with and the place you are and. My sure. little brother's here. My family's here. Minus yeah. my dad. He moved back to Iowa. But it's my tribe has kind of been here. And I feel like I can build a tribe. And that dude, I know if I ever ended up with you, I'd be like, hey dude, let's let's do some shit together. I'd have yeah. fam I'd have I'd have family with you any day I went out there. I'd be completely comfortable and I'd feel at home hanging out with you. Right. Um, but that's that, that's how I try to build my life is is have meaningful relationships with people that I I uh always try to give the benefit of the doubt like i trust this person until they prove me otherwise you know mm. it's like Childerberg. I, I i trust all these people with my life until they prove me otherwise mm. and i feel like when i when i put that energy into a relationship with somebody it kind of always usually it always comes back and it, when it does when it doesn't it hurts definitely fucking hurts and it sucks but you learn from that and i don't know it's I was born in, I was very lucky to be born in California. I was also very unlucky to be born in California. Hey, 
It's funny because you didn't even strike me as a California guy necessarily. Like I had it in my head you might be Midwestern, but like I don't know. Shows what I know. Like fuck it. I was raised I was raised by a Midwesterner. Okay. That that shows perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your dog at? Did I just dox your dog? Uh, no, he, everybody knows about doc on the show. Uh, he's around here someplace. I bet you he'll be ready to go out and take a, take a whiz. Yeah. But I tell you what, man, I like I was going to say any, like, you, well, first of all, you, you seem to have a dog that's about the same size and like same, maybe temperament, but it, he, he, he or she, he or she, he, he's very tired right now. He's just uh, passed out. He looks a little bigger than doc, but yeah. I bet you they'd get along. They got a similar vibe. I can just tell. Like yeah, don't no, fuck. He, like a don't fuck with me vibe, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. very he's like a, he's like a not a dog's dog. He's like a he's like a person dog, people you know? dog, not a dog's dog. Totally. Yeah, yeah. He'd yeah. get along with your dog because they would just mind their own fucking business. They pretty would, much, pretty much. Like, hey, what's up? Do. All right, you do you, cool. I'll do me. <laughs> exactly. One hundred percent. Well, homie. I'm already I'm already looking forward to next year's Childerberg. Like <laughs> God damn, I want one of them. That's that's all right there. Childerberg's gonna be good next year. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, looking, you, for, I'm looking forward to it. Do you think it'll be bigger? I mean, I assume. I I think it's gonna be bigger. Childerberg is gonna be bigger next year, but the core people like we're still going to be able to find each other it's not going to be like out of control mm-hmm. i'm just glad that we got in when we did get in and mm-hmm. now like we got to we got to do it when it was still because like it's probably gonna get f- funner like it's gonna be funner you know mm. but i i for me it's not about like stimulation fun it's like about like a meaningful experience and it yeah. was it was small enough to just be like a righteous dope beautiful experience but i was just like i had a lot of fun and in california i'm around a lot of these people who are like like uh surfers and the chicks are all like fucking models and everyone's fucking hot and into this and that and everybody's so cool and niche you know Mm. and at childerberg it's like a bunch of nerds and everybody's (laughs) like a bunch of bunch of geeks yeah well yeah yeah i love that i love that because people are more genuine and they're not trying to be they're not trying to chase some false image yeah they're just they're just their particular branded nerd yeah i love it dude i I felt i felt comfortable there because i feel like everybody was just being themselves Mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like a pretentious like expose of fucking fashion and how political you are like it was dope well, I'll tell you what, man, I don't think it's going to be too long before you got your own custom custom firearms business, you know. Don't you wish that on me. That's a lot of work. No. <laughs> yeah, hey, but you can handle it, man. You wake up at yeah. the ass crack of dawn to go out and train, man. You know yeah. what, man? Nobody likes a dynamo, right? You ever? <laughs> I, I, I did a whole episode about nobody likes a dynamo. And yeah. Dynamo is somebody that won't let nothing get in their way. And you strike mm-hmm. me as that kind of motherfucker. <laughs> and it's, it, you know, sometimes people don't like it, but you just got to keep fucking doing you, bro. Yeah. Within respect, 
within respectful bounds of the people around you, you know? Yeah, well, as I, long I try, as they're supportive try, yeah. and, and they're, they're yeah. adding, they're adding to your, to your exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm a pretty gung-ho kind of guy. Like mm. the Marine Corps, I mean, it sucks. That I, I resort. It's like, it's like my life before the Marine Corps was cool and all. I was like a little fucking, I was a kid that got fucking bullied. And I was, I grew up like one of the only white kids in my neighborhood. And the Marine Corps kind of taught me to be confident, strong. First time I got punched in the face. First time I got like really, like I got fights in high school growing up, but like fucking like real fights. Marine Corps was what made me like tough, you know? Mm. So I always think like, that's what, that's what made me into the person, person I am. And it sucks because now I hate the state. So it's like, how do I have my personal identity as like this state thing? But I'll, I'll, I also hate it. You know, it's a, it's the it's the what the duality of man <laughs> I, could be I, <laughs> could be i would say that um like military service of any kind i mean the whole thing about the state is if it does anything well it's the military yeah even though there's a whole lot of wasted money right like yeah, the $10,000 toilet seat and some bullshit like that, right? Like how yeah. much money was just lost throughout the last 20 years in the war on terror? How much money was lost? You know, they, they were reporting on it the day before 9-11. I hate to go how there. Many, but, how, many, um, how many millions of innocent people were murdered and their homes destroyed? Like, mm, whose li- who's lives are just as valuable as, as yours and mine, which some right. people just don't, don't understand that concept. <laughs> But when it comes down to it, the, the they train you well because it's yeah. in their nature. It's in their, or rather, their best interest to train you well to be a good instrument of their destruction. And mm-hmm. and too bad for them because now you're trained, right? Like, I've seen memes about this kind of idea where it's like, you know, too bad for y'all because you trained me real good. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, and again, we don't want that. We don't want that. But I am envisioning a world where we can we can demand our own independence and it'll be it'll be well-trained, well-armed folks who can demand that, you know, like we have to create our own freedom. Have you heard of uh, Cody Alford? I'm, we didn't get, I'll send it to you after this. I know we're trying okay. to wrap up soon, but yeah. he's a, a veteran special forces dude. 20 plus years and he's all about creating your own freedom you're not going to be free unless you live by your own means and free no matter where you are in this world right and that's something that huge to me it's like we're i don't live in a free place you know i don't live in a free place but and it's crushing dude i you know i know how like how depressed and upset how much anxiety and like how much just fuck it i i would have if i didn't have like some kind of hope or some kind of like no, like I am the resistance. I am like, mm. I am free, you know, mm-hmm. like, yes, we li- I live in a beautiful place and I'm blessed and I have, a, I have warm meals and stuff, but like, I, I don't have like my soul still wants that freedom, you know, it still craves to be free. Right. And if, if I don't make jokes, if I don't have some kind of dark humor, if I don't, if I don't create that freedom, then I'm letting, I'm letting tyranny, like, win you know i'm letting the state defeat me like that's unacceptable it's it's not a choice dude yeah 
Oh, shit, man. Part of me wants to hook you up with my cousin because he's mentioned that he kind of wants to buy a rifle. <laughs> and <laughs> he, him, lives, my way. he lives out that way. So uh, I can know. do California shit. I can make it California compliant. compliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. that shit, bro. Make it hot. Make it ready to rock. Like, fuck for, all, for all intensive purposes, it will be California compliant. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the record, totally compliant. <laughs> <laughs> well brother dude, right, dude. Hi. Thanks for having me on. appeal to liberty y'all appeal to liberty 3.0 <laughs> <laughs> that's some horror shit that's some redux. Horror shit, but redux hey man i do appreciate it i'll I'll hit the stop so we can like say goodbye in a less formal way but i really yeah. do I appreciate the flexibility because this was a motherfucker here, but we made it work. We got her done and uh, it was worth it. It was worth it. If old Americans have anything left, it's they, they don't stop until they fucking fix it. So we, we showed some kind of classic Americana tonight. That's right. This is uh, it's the war of words, man. And we're fighting it here, you know? (laughs) All right, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. Let's do it again. Again, for sure. No doubt. Mm -hmm.